This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with ideas for future shows, questions, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Retirees and near-retirees received a good piece of news in a recent Kiplinger article, Social Security COLA set to rise in 2023, which shares the Social Security Administration's announcement of an 8.7% cost of living adjustment, or COLA bump, that will go into effect in 2023. That's the largest COLA bump since 1981, and it's nearly 3% larger than last year's 5.9% increase. Now, of course, 1981 was coming off some superinflation as well and high interest rates, so it's easy to see why this might be happening now. But before we discuss this exciting Social Security news, I'd like to introduce Tony Shore, who should be getting not an 8.7% raise, not a 15% raise, probably not even a 20% raise, but more. Uh, but we neither one of us are going to because we don't accept <laughs> advertising and we're really here just to educate people. Even yeah. though you are great at your job, Tony, oh, we will not be you, getting Matt. a raise for this this year. Well, I'm not worried about it. Thank you, Matt. I appreciate the thought, right? It's a thought that counts. I hope so. I mean, but uh, how about at least 8.5%? My talent agent will be in touch with you, Matt. Yeah, have him get in touch with my people's people <laughs> yeah and then maybe they can get yeah. in touch with their people <laughs> well yeah and uh i think it's good you got a good topic for us today uh, there are a lot of changes coming next year for social security and i would imagine that this 8.7 percent cola increase is a huge relief for a lot of retirees uh, a good cost of living adjustment this year Uh, Because, you know, a lot of folks, especially in retirement, have been hit hard by all the high levels of inflation that we've had for the past year. Yeah, it would be a great cost of living adjustment if this inflation wasn't going on. Unfortunately, most things were inflating at higher at higher rates than that. But nonetheless, it will take some of the sting out of these higher prices that we're seeing uh, due to so many different factors. But the article has some really good information that may be helpful for today's conversation beyond just this baseline part. Now, first, the article does note that Social Security benefits are going to rise by an average of more than $140 per month. So again, that's going to take some sting out. That's going to begin with payments that start to go out on December 30th of this year. Probably would feel better if it was coming before the holidays, but nonetheless, it is coming. It's on the horizon. Additionally, it's estimated the average monthly Social Security benefit payable in January 2023 will jump to $1,801 for an individual 
Now it's a solid increase from 2022, 1657. And the average monthly benefit for a couple who are both receiving benefits will go up $240. That's, you know, from 2753 to 2993. And the maximum social security benefit for a person retiring at their full retirement age will go from $3,345 per month to $3,636 per month. That's an increase of $291. Yeah, that's that's nothing to sneeze at, I'll tell you that, yeah. and it can help a lot of people. And I think a lot of our listeners, obviously, will view this as good news. But I guess there are probably tax implications with increased Social Security with this COLA bump, right? That's why they call you the Swami, Tony. <laughs> well, they call me a lot of things. That's true, but we won't get into the other <laughs> ones. We'll just stick with Swami. And according to the article, more of workers' income will be subject to the Social Security tax in 2023. Uh, specifically, there will be an additional $291 of Social Security tax on the first $160,200 of earnings. So that's a $13,200 jump from 2022, where it was $147,000. Mm. Um, now, granted, $291,000 on you know, that amount of money, or $291 on that many thousands of dollars is fair enough, I guess, in a way, right? Yeah. But furthermore, the art, as fair as any tax is, sure. uh, the article explains that based on the increase in average wages, the earnings limit for workers younger than the full retirement age, which is 67, for those born after 1960, uh, that's going to rise to $21,240. And then the earnings limit for people who reach their full retirement age in 2023, that's going to bump up to $56,520. If you're lost on all those numbers, hit pause, rewind, listen to it again, or give us a call. We can explain them to you. Yeah, and they really, our listeners should really sit down with somebody like yourself or uh, folks in your office, your staff there, who can go over their personal social security options with them. Mm -hmm and look at these numbers. Now, I, I was thinking about what you said. Uh, you called me a swami. And I think it's, I, th I don't think people call me that. I think they call me salami. I think oh. they call me a salami. They call swami. you for salami. Yeah. They don't call me a swami. It's salami. Well, um, my hearing's not so good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd rather be a swami, believe me. But, <laughs> I, you know, speaking of cola, I thought you were talking about like RC, Coke, Pepsi, but no. RC. I love that you led with RC. Oh, I love RC cola. Um, they still make it and have it in certain areas. So uh, it's good. Anyway, um, the cost of living adjustment, how is that calculated? What can you tell us about that? Okay. Strap on your, <laughs> how do I care about this shoes? But I'll answer this. Uh, so Cola's calculated Some people using. Are curious. I get it. So here's, there's a really long uh, term. It's calculated using the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. Now that <laughs> already, right. It's similar to, but not exactly the same as the urban dwellers consumer price index, which would normally be the CPI, the right? CPI. Different forms, which is used to report inflation. Now uh, if prices, so if prices, inflation for you. Yeah. Let's get it. Maybe a little easier. <laughs> if prices don't increase or if they take a tumble, cola typical be typically be zero. Now, so, sure. Some people might recall there was zero cola in 2010, 2011, because yep. the, the economy was still, you know, recovering from the Great Recession. Yeah. Uh, there also wasn't a cola increase in 2016, uh, according to the article, it's due to cratering oil prices, uh, which who wouldn't love to see those now? Uh, but while cola adjustments are based on changes in the wage earners consumer price index, 
average national prices are used rather than regional prices. Uh, so the SSA also calculates the percentage change between average prices in the third quarter of the current year against the third quarter prices from the previous year, which is why technically we had this news and you could pretty much forecast what this yeah. was going to be a yep. couple weeks before they actually announced it. Yeah, people um, have figured, you can do the math, people right? in the know figured it out, right? Yeah, we, I, we did the math. We knew what it was going to be. I was personally told there would be no math, which is why you're here. Yeah, uh, but it just makes me shake my head. The formulas they use for this are, are crazy because uh, and the CPI and inflation numbers, uh, they don't reflect actual cost of living increases or actual inflation. It's just the formula they use. Right. So, right. Yeah. And then they tax you more and take some of it back anyway. So what's the difference? Typically, right? it's all fun. Anyway. This year, though, there is a gain. I mean, if you yes. look at it, there it really be is a gain. gain. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, l listen, no matter how much Social Security research you do on your own, no matter how well you think you know the program, what's going to do for you, surprising questions are still likely to pop up. Yep. You know, for example, you could begin receiving Social Security at age 62. We've gone over this. And if you do, your monthly payment's going to be permanently reduced. Why? Because the government doesn't want you to get ahead. No, I'm kidding. Because 62 isn't the full retirement age. The, you know, there's an Investopedia article, 10 common questions about Social Security. You can go read that if you need help boning up on this. But it explains if you were born between 43 and 54 of the 1900 era, your full retirement age is 66. And if you were born between 55 and 59, full retirement age ranges from 66 and two months to 66 and 10 months. If you were born in 1960 or later, your full retirement age is 67. Why so complicated? Because a private company didn't do it, your government did. Mm. Now, a moment ago, I noted that if you file for Social Security before your full retirement age, your benefit's going to be permanently reduced. But it works the other way as well. You know, for those born after 1943, your benefit will go up 8% each year. Uh, you work up to age 70. After you turn 70, you no longer receive that particular perk. Sure. So every year you wait to file uh, your benefit goes up and then you can file and lock in a higher benefit. But it all depends on your life expectancy and how much money you need currently. So there are a lot of things to factor in, which I know you have a social security maximization report that you can run for our listeners if they set up that no cost comp complimentary consultation. Right. Yeah. All it takes is time, right? That's the only thing yep. that's ever going to cost. The only cost is time. Yeah. You know, the, so a financial pro may be able to help you determine how much your benefit's going to be, spousal benefits, tax implications, a lot more. In my opinion, Social Security shouldn't be your only retirement strategy, but it should be a part of a broader retirement yeah, strategy. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think this has been a great discussion so far, and you've been talking about this big news that Social Security cost of living adjustment is jumping 8.7% in 2023. And our economy continues to deal with high inflation. We've been pulling some information from an article called Social Security Cola Set to Rise in 2023. That's from Kiplinger. And I know that this is a welcome uh, adjustment for a lot of retirees out there. What do you have for us in our next segment? So we talked about, yeah, the increase in 2023, 0.7%. Uh, and, you know, Social Security is that important part of their strategy for a lot of people. But with that in mind, I want to spend some time highlighting some of the ways you may be able to enhance your savings before you retire, because saving more money 
may help you stretch your social security income even further. Sure. So there's a let's let's throw another article into this. Uh, a go banking rate article. It's 20 ways to increase your savings and retire with peace of mind. That has some interesting insights. And I like to choose some of these because some of these are things we're telling people all the time. But for some reason, sometimes it's like talking to your kids. Right? Like they're going to hear it better from a coach or a teacher or someone else than their parent. Um, so here's an article that talks about this. Uh, so article's first piece of advice. Cut unnecessary spending as much as possible, right? You've heard me say that. You've said it. Uh, going through your budget, monthly financial statements, you're going to be surprised at how eliminating some of the things you don't really need may help put an extra couple hundred bucks into your savings each month. Don't forget, you may be paying more than you need to when you keep the status quo. Shop around for better deals. Cell phone providers. We just, I just went through this. I'm going to save ourselves over $1,000 a year. Wow. Or cable companies or where you get your car serviced may sound like a small thing, but if you save $200 a month, that's $2,400 a year. Over the course of a single decade, that's $28,800. That's not chump change. No. I, I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying a lot of people out there could benefit from an additional $30,000 in their savings, right? 28000 yeah. 28 to 30000 That's simple math. Never mind compound interest on that over yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Right? So in addition to cutting unnecessary spending, suggest try to save 10% of your yearly income for retirement. That is one of those old uh, things that people have been telling us to do forever. Uh, some experts are now suggesting saving up to 15% annually. And heck, if you can, save more. Uh, but if you can't set aside that much money, it's still important to save as much as possible. Now, don't worry about what people are driving and wearing and buying on TikTok and YouTube or whatever. As we've all seen, all it takes is one billionaire to buy a social media platform and people that were previously millionaires no longer have any income, right? Because they just used to post things and their advertisers have gone away. So it, the, these weird lives that you see online are not real lives if you're not doing that. So, right. you know, take full advantage of saving as much as you can. Take full advantage of your workplace retirement plan, your 401k. That's a good way to hit that 10 or 15% goal. You know, if your company offers a plan, consider contributing enough money to trigger the company match whenever possible. Not doing so means you're essentially saying no to free money. We've always talked about how crazy that can be. Often the match is 50 cents for every dollar you contribute up to a certain percentage of your pay. It's commonly somewhere around 6%. Do that whenever possible. Well, yeah, and I think this is interesting because when a person is told, hey, you need to save 10 or 15% of your yearly income for retirement, you need to put that away they probably feel some degree of panic, right? Because that's a, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. But when you start breaking it down, like you have been, it becomes a little less daunting. I mean, you, you consider cutting some unneeded spending, making sure you're getting everything you can out of your employer's retirement plan. It all adds up. Certainly does. Now, as you receive raises, bonuses, other compensation, save it. Don't spend it. Right. After all, you've already built an effective budget around what you were making before you receive that additional income. So you may not need it day to day. Consider putting that money in your retirement account rather than your bank account. And don't get me wrong. Do something little for yourself. You've, you've hit a goal. You should reward yourself at some level, but don't burn it all. It can sometimes be a mistake to treat every raise as, as an excuse to enhance your lifestyle with a bigger house, a fancier car, expensive clothes, keeping up with the Joneses. But slow your roll. Ask yourself if you really need any of that stuff. Think about how much stuff you have and then look at the 
older people around you and how they're trying to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Think about your future retirement. What having that cash to do the things you want to do and visit the places you want to visit would mean to you and not spending your time trying to get rid of all the stuff you mistakenly bought when you got those raises during your life. Well, you know, we really haven't talked about how working with somebody like yourself, Matt, can help with all this. It can help people design a financial strategy so they can enjoy their preferred retirement. How can working with somebody like yourself help? Okay. So if you mean by myself, like a fiduciary, Mm -hmm. I'm going to answer this in a couple of ways. Let me start with this one. Working with a financial pro is really about keeping you on course, right? So there's times when it can be tempting to make big changes to your strategy. Maybe it's market volatility. Maybe it's a significant unexpected expense. Maybe it's a change in your personal life. My experience, I believe it's often best to stick with the strategy you've built with your financial pro. You do have to understand there are going to be changes, but the ones that are outside of our control, the ones that we're you're already planning for, that shouldn't help. That shouldn't make you alter your course. Um, you know, great boats are built to weather certain storms. There's some you're not going to want to go through, right? So there might be something that comes up where you're going to have to change course. That doesn't. So yeah, you might need to make tweaks or improvements to your strategy as your circumstances change. But don't make rash decisions every time the market has a hiccup, let's say. Really, the the benefit of working, especially with a fiduciary, is they're helping you make decisions in your best interest. They're not emotionally attached to your strategy. They're strategically attached to your strategy. So you're more likely to receive cool, level-headed advice. And really, with fiduciaries and people worth their weight, good advisors worth their weight, Whatever you're paying them, their benefit is helping you not make mistakes that are going to cost you multiples of whatever their fee is. Yeah, and that's that's key right there. And you also want to work with somebody, a fiduciary, who is going to have your best interest in mind and be transparent about how it all works. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that you strive to do that with your clients. And I encourage our listeners to pick up the phone, give you a call because you need a plan in place. Now, do you have any other tips for our listeners out there to put them on steadier financial footing before they retire? Uh, A couple simple, but I think pretty powerful steps. Uh, One thing, looking at pre-retirement, downsizing your home. Oh, this is a big one. My, My wife and I are starting to look at this option. Yeah. So there's a couple different ways people do this. Maybe they, you know, create more of an in-law apartment for themselves and, uh, a younger, you know, one of their kids moves in and takes over the main part of the house. That's one way to do it. But let's think about this. You know, so many retirees, they don't need that four or five bedroom home anymore. Once all the kids are grown, uh, maybe it was just a three bedroom home. You might not even need that anymore. Selling that home, moving into something smaller, but that still suits your needs. That can save you money while you're also freeing up more of your time. Thanks to less maintenance, uh, relatedly, you may all, let me do that line again. Relatedly, you may also want to consider moving to a more affordable community where you'll still be able to enjoy your preferred lifestyle, but less cost. Yeah, that's a biggie right there. Uh, Downsizing is a Mm -hmm. good move for a lot of people. You want to look at your situation, maybe something more affordable. I know the reason my wife and I want to move is something all on one level rather than a split Mm -hmm. level or a uh, you know, more than one floor. We, we were looking for a rancher rambler, easier said than done in a lot of areas. That's for sure. Certainly. Yeah. 
But uh, that's a good one. You've given us some great tips today. We're almost out of time for today's show. But before we go, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to get that no charge consultation. Absolutely. Super simple. You can call us on the phone. That's always the easiest. 800-339-9252. If we're not there, it's easy to leave a voicemail for any one of us or in the general mailbox. Uh, Or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. The important thing is, you give us a call, you give someone a call who's, again, a fiduciary, someone who's going to keep your best interests in mind, not just going to make sure it's suitable for you, but that it's in your best interest. Uh, and it, most most advisors, not all, but most advisors worth their weight in salt, again, as I'm willing to say, are going to meet with you, talk about what they're going to do. They're going to do that complimentary. Uh, their time going forward, going to cost you something, right? They are good at what they, if they're good at what they do, they need to get paid. But at the very least, they'll be able to tell you what their strategy looks like. Talk to a couple, see the person that works best with you, because this should be more of a lifetime relationship. You don't want to be you, just the same way. You don't want to change your portfolio probably every month because studies have shown that's going to reduce your costs over time. You don't want to be bouncing around interview a couple, find one you think you can work with, make sure they have a plan in place to have people coming up behind them so that when they hopefully eventually retire like you will, there's someone still taking care of you. And if it's not us, make sure it's someone. But if it's us, give us a call 800-339-9252. All right. Give that number one more time slowly for our listeners out there. Sorry, I got that New England speed to my cadence. (laughs) Exactly. 800-339-9252. Or you can go online compass-ltd.com. God bless Social Security. (laughs) All right. Well, great show today, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Enjoy your turkey. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.